Rolling. What? I've been knocking for five minutes. I got locked out. Hey, bud. Well, how'd you get in? Oh, the guy, guy across the hall got sick of me knocking. <laughs> we didn't hear you. Thank you. I, no, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear it. <laughs> no sprites. Okay, well, uh... Do you take this? Hardware and Garden I'm starting the show. I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1194. November 17th, 2023. <laughs> 71 degrees on this day in 1953. Let me come back to that in a moment. Five below on this day in 1880. And sadly, this 71. Recorded on this day in 1953 is the last 70 of the year. Oh. Hail the flashlight, King! That's right, that's right. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reaver, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde from the newsroom, and of course, would he like, would he like that? Here is your flashlight, King. Turn your mic up. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Confidence. We are joined by Jeff Dayton, our friend. He cannot be in town without joining us, and he's leaving town tomorrow, but we got him just in time. Where were you, at Excelsior all week? Uh, last night at Excelsior, yeah, at 318, and then Wednesday night in uh, Minneapolis, right in the heart of uh, Loring Park there. Really? Yeah, the Minneapolis uh, men's group that's called the Skylighters. Never heard of them. Well, they've been meeting since 1890. And they meet once a month, and they have a speaker. And in later years, they've started adding entertainers. And so I did a talk on the music business and uh, played cool. some music. And they wanted to hear about Glenn Campbell, and they wanted to hear about... Who doesn't? Well, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. So it was just wonderful. And uh, sat with a buddy that you know, Todd Warner. Todd Warner, I know him well. Yeah, yeah, yeah from the vintage boat world. Right. And some wonderful guys, and guys that actually knew my dad and knew my grandfather. And just, it's crazy, dead. yeah. You your ties here are really deep, aren't they? Uh, they are, yeah. They go way back. Well, back to, the, uh, you know, way before downtown. Uh, my great-great-grandfather bought land in seven, at 7th and Nicollet, and they laughed at him because it was so far out of town. Really? <laughs> Do you know what he told me walking down here? Uh. I said, well, I'm glad we caught you. He said, well, I figured you guys would get sick of me. That's why I didn't say anything that oh, I was no, in town. You can't oh, be in no, town no, without no. joining. Yeah. Well, thank you, John. Well, it's reached that point, hasn't it, boys? Oh, 100%. Well, definitely. And John, I mean, John came in with his... Uh, yeah, I usually stay at home and do the show, Jeff. I don't come in here and see these guys. Well, man, let's Give do something. You. <laughs> we're going to pick a little, huh? Well, what we we're going to do, Jeff? I got locked out for you. I, was, I, oh. thought I was not oh, going to we, be We were yelling, come on in. Why yeah, didn't you come in? I know, I got We're going to do... I'm going to wrap up the week. It's been a busy week. We had what was called a town council meeting because there are town council members who uh, join us, and they can watch the show while we're doing it, and they get pre-show and post-show. So we had a town council meeting at Tattersall Distillery, and I'm to tell you, Rook, that that's an old Shopco, not a Costco. Oh. River Falls has never had a Costco. Who, so uh, who felt the need? Steve Brenner, a mansplainer. Said, uh, okay. Steve, uh, you can't. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can continue on now. And, 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 Jeff, and those of you that that I gave misinformation to from the deepest chambers of my heart, I apologize. 
<laughs> Deeply <laughs> sorry. Roll up your pant legs, boys. It's bleeding sincerity. <laughs> and Jeff, what we're going to do is wrap up the week. And if you and John feel the urge or you feel the the creative impulse, yeah, you can you can add some musical accompaniment to whatever we uh, yeah. to whatever we come up with. For example, we have uh, we have moles that work for us, government moles and inside moles who slip us information. Mm-hmm. And one of the moles has uh, noted that as you get ready to pick the Golden Turkey Award winner, that's next Wednesday, we're picking the Golden Turkey Award uh, sponsored by the Center of the American Experiment. It's for the it's for the best waste of government spending okay. in Minnesota. All right. If you have and thoughts I, on government spending, please, by all means. <laughs> $500 hammers, maybe? <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, I got a note from a mole who said, as you get ready to pick the Golden Turkey Award, this item stands out. Minnesota was recognized as a national leader in using evidence and data to guide decision-making and deliver better results for Minnesotans. And as the mole notes... How do these decisions stand up? Feeding our future, wasted surplus, <laughs> 700 plus million state office building redo, flying squirrel study. Would love to see the evidence and data they use to guide these decisions. Better yet, if this is now a third rail award, not sure what could be. So I just wanted to get that out. That's pretty I think the flying squirrel study would be interesting. 186 mm-hmm. grand. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Let's let's give him a little background music while he's reading it. <laughs> Well, I'm already liking that. John, you can go along. Go along, son. How do you like that, Joe? I like it a lot. What am I not going to like? Can you read us something, Joe, yes. while they play? Good morning, Joe. I hope you and the band of misfit boys are doing well. I'd like to give an update on my mysterious neighbors to show that we are in terrible trouble as a nation. Remember this guy? He uh, he had the neighbors who couldn't do their own snow, right. and they put table salt on yes. the driveway. and so the mysterious neighbors who don't like to shovel their driveway and will use table salt is now on our school board. <laughs> she ran for school board and won a spot on the last election. The barbarians are for sure in the house. So someone who cannot even maintain their own house is somehow going to be able to maintain a school district. <laughs> she ran on the idea of equity and to no one's surprise won. I believe that things are equitable when I see a centenarian quadriplegic midget playing in the NBA. (laughs) That was my dark ray of dread, but I have a ray of hope. My daughter, and your job is to guess how old she is, I will tell you at the end, wants to get into go-kart racing and wants to build her own go-kart. We just got done building a tubing bender in the garage and she did most of the research and work on the bender. She watched a bunch of YouTube videos about how to make it, and she designed her own based on this information. Now she's building a go-kart, researching, designing, and we started to build it. How old do you think she is? I don't know. She just turned eight. I was going to say seven. Wow. And she loves building, reading, and most things that don't have to do with screens. I think this is rare. 
So I want to my I want to do my best to support her. And I'm wondering if the GL audience can help me. My issue is that we have looked around where we live, which is really close to Rookie. Actually, I think we are only about a half mile from him. But we can't seem to find any used engines. Oh. I remember when I grew up, people would leave their old lawnmowers on the side of the road, but I haven't seen one in years. I've checked Marketplace, but everyone wants money for an old, crappy lawnmower. Okay, he's looking for a lawnmower engine. I know where he is. He's in South St. Paul or yeah. Grove Heights? Yeah, this is from Joe M. But Matthew, it has to be a horizontal shaft. Okay, there's a, there's a guy that pulls... You uh, don't know what that means, do you? A horizontal shaft? Yeah. That means it's the horizon this way. Shaft goes left to the right. That's what the uh, private detective shaft says. Can you dig it? All right, you can oh, take it down, what? boys. Now we got to do shaft? No, yeah. you can take it down, boys. There is... Oh, that was fun. Can we just do that all show? Yeah, we're going to in a moment. We get, but I have another thing that might inspire Wait a minute. Rookie you. is trying Off to... Off of 7th Avenue. We've got to cue the Isaac Hayes here. Yeah, yeah I, I need a walk. <laughs> and in between... Um, uh, what is it? It's right, there's a park there. There's a guy that pulls a Mr. Unbelievable that fixes and sells lawnmowers on his lawn. <coughs> Snowblowers, lawnmowers. So do, do you know the street name? They should talk. I don't know the cross street name. Do you know, the, you, uh, do you know the main street name? Jesus, that's yeah, awful. Yeah, 5th Street. But I'd tell the guy to go and up then and down 5th Street. Between 494 and uh, the Invergrove Heights Road, whatever that is. And, May I? And yeah. There's a park there, and he puts out signs. Okay. He doesn't speak English. Oh, God. It's better. So it's complicated. So there's a language barrier. you got to wait for the daughter to be there because she's the interpreter. May I, Joe? Yes. Uh, what's his name? Joe M. Joe, um, go to Facebook and get a hold of Jason Swan. Does he speak English? Jason yeah. <laughs> is the father of Kennedy Swan, a very successful go-kart racer and now stock car racer out of Wisconsin. And he is a very friendly and helpful guy, and he will help you out, I promise. His name is Jason Swan. There it is. Mm. How is he with a horizontal shaft? Yeah. <laughs> He's well-versed. We'll just drive up and down Fifth and look for the In the workings of horizontal <laughs> shafts. Jeff Dayton and John Height, I have a request here uh, for yes, a ruling regarding a baby name. Right. Joe, I was hoping that I could get a ruling on our newborn daughter's name, Emma Gabriella. I passed that name. Yeah, wrong absolutely. Yeah. I was also hoping that you, Pat, or someone can lord over as the mayor and be able to help me find the paper for the newspapers from the last Friday when Emma was born. No, I, I don't. I can't do that. Uh, you're screwed. I will try to raise a good GLer, even if you can't assist with that. But I will nudge her in more of a Kenny direction if you cannot help, even if it means I have to buy a lot more aluminum foil for helmets. Thank you, sir. I, Steve, do know. So her name is Emma Gabriella. That does not get foghorn. Okay. That does not get foghorn. Do they want the physical newspapers, Joe? Beautiful Then they can't go to newspapers.com. And I wasn't working, so I don't have the newspaper from the 10th. I'm sorry. And I recycle fervently. I wish I could help. So they're not here. But thank you. That. That's approved. I Between think... Upper 55th and 494. <laughs> Upper 55th, it might be Spruce Street or Dale Street. 
You'll, uh, but he's there. See. Yeah, he'll, he'll be there. Okay. I am, uh, you can't speak to him, but no, he's there. No. I think he signs. Uh, Bethlehem has canceled Christmas. What? What? We have to cancel Christmas. <laughs> The West Bank city of Bethlehem has stripped all decorations celebrating Christmas from the place revered as the birthplace of Christ. Bethlehem municipality crews announced the dismantling of Christmas decorations installed several years ago in the city's neighborhoods and removing all festive appearance in honor of the martyrs and in in solidarity with our people in Gaza, the municipality wrote on Facebook. The Daily Telegraph in the U.K. reports a spokesman declared the reason is the general situation in Palestine. People are not really into any celebration. They are sad, angry, and upset. Our people in Gaza are being massacred and killed in cold blood. So are the Jews. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it is not appropriate at all to have such festivities while there is a massacre happening in Gaza and attacks on the West Bank. So in the middle Mm. of Israel... There'll be no Christmas decorations. Mm. All right. You don't even need a song for that. Do you? No, it's no, sad. It's, no, sad it's situation. Okay. Joe, I was hoping to ask this in person at the GL Town Council. However, due to illness, I was unable to attend. I have a ruling request. Last week, a couple of contractors were doing some work in my shop and noticed one of my old snowmobiles, a 1974 John Deere JDXX. We struck up a conversation in which I refer to that machine as my senior cylinders. You know, cylinders which have reached a certain age and level of experience. After the fact, I second-guessed my use of the term. My ruling request is as follows. Is the term senior cylinders a legitimate term in the GL lexicon? If so, what are the qualifications for senior cylindership? If not, may I suggest an addition with the following qualification. Machine at least 50 years old with its original engine. The JDX6 has been in my family since it was new and has a manufacturing date of October 1973. I still take it out every winter. However, I only ride it as far as I'm willing to walk back home. As always, I know you will rule with wisdom. I hope the GL Town Council meeting is festive. It was. Would have been a good question at the Town Council. Good luck, and thanks for keeping GL alive, Josh, in Winnebago, Minnesota, age 41, with a cylinder index of 43. That's good. And a card-carrying member of the GL Town Council. I see no reason why the term senior cylinders cannot be adopted. Uh, it would not impact your cylinder index, no matter how old a cylinder is, it counts in your cylinder index. All right. And you've also always um, promoted, you can do whatever you want if you want to. You don't need my blessing. You don't need my blessing to call it a senior cylinder. In fact, I like the term. I have a couple of uh, cars that would qualify for senior cylindership. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Call it senior cylinders. But it doesn't impact the count. It cannot inflate the count. Uh, it doesn't get any special merit in the count, but uh, we all appreciate. Why wouldn't it impact the count? Well, it won't. It wouldn't give any special recognition to oh, the, co- okay. to the it's count. It's just if, okay. the, if I'm thinking no of the right bonus, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. If well, I'm no, thinking, no bonus points. Yeah. yeah. 
the right model. I think that's a twin cylinder CCW engine. Uh, vertical uh, or horizontal? Uh, three ninety nine. <laughs> I think it's well, a three ninety nine, a twin. Hey, hey Joe, what, do you what, do you remember your first sled, your first snowmobile? Never had a snowmobile. Really? That's yeah. why I shouldn't. Be. How about you? On, I've never been on one in my life. I do. Jeff. I've really, I, have I haven't it. avoided them. I just Kenny haven't. is a Kenny, snowmobile uh, expert. Come on, Kenny. I do. Uh, mine was a 72 Snowjet SST 433, a twin cylinder. I still own it. Yeah. The Snowjet was made by Snowjet? Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's cool. We and later in the mid-70s, Kawasaki bought them out, and then Kawasaki pulled the plug on snowmobiles. Yeah. What about you? We had a Johnson that weighed as much as a car. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, no it was, it was a great what everybody one. says. It was the one that went first on the trails because it would flatten anything. Yes. <laughs> well, by yeah. marriage, I inherited a Mercury snowmobile. Wow. That my uh, now gone neighbor, Mr. Unbelievable, restored. Mm. Give him I the line. That. Give him the line, Joe. Well, it was so narrow that if I, I tipped over on it almost immediately. <laughs> when you <laughs> sat down. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, like getting on a motorcycle. Right. I just had a track like a bicycle still. wheel. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, but let me give Jeff a brief tutorial. In Garage Logic, uh, self esteem is measured by your number of cylinders. In fact, we'll do your cylinder count here in a moment. Okay. Uh, ideally, a fellow would like to be above his age, but the older you get, the harder <laughs> that is to, yeah. to do. I'm not uh, above my age any longer, but uh, a, a cylinder index of 50, 60, 70 is, uh, is really commendable, mm. especially if you live in an urban setting. Uh, if you're in a rural setting, we've heard of cylinder indexes in the hundreds. Jeez. It's not unusual, and that's a measurement of self-esteem. The cylinder does not have to run. You can have an old lawnmower engine sitting on a shelf. Mm. Those count as your cylinders. So uh, this has never been done before. Let's count Jeff Dayton, right. Nashville uh, a resident. Okay. Let's count your cylinders. You got a car? I have. I have two. Two, and what are they? A you don't six, need, we don't need the a name. six and a four. A six. Okay, you're at ten. Do you have a lawnmower? No, sir. All right. Do you I have, have a friend with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't no, count. No, sir. <laughs> well, start thinking of your cylinders. What How about you guitar strings? Is that count? No. no. <laughs> a weed whipper. You you pickers have to come up with your own index. Oh yeah. We don't have a guitar string <laughs> index. A lot of people. A lot of a people, lot of people like have wanted us to have pick. different counts. The pick. Yeah. But uh, we've only stuck to cylinders. And you're you're pathetic so far. <laughs> Fair you're point. A lousy Fair point. 10. Oh man! But he's on the road all the time. And for my age, that's terrible. That's really bad. <laughs> wait, wait, Jeff. Are tour bus. In? Tour bus. If I owned a tour bus, damn it. Are, are they I, interesting cars? Are they? No, they're just plain old cars. Oh man! But they were. They run. Yeah. So, uh, a chainsaw. No, sir. <laughs> Do you live in an I'm apartment? Not, I'm not Paul Bunyan in the middle of the city. No, you live, I live in, in Nashville. Apartment? No, I live in a house. In the middle of the city? But it's got some woods around it, and yeah. I have deer and all kinds of critters yeah, back there. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. No flying squirrels, but some squirrels. We got deer. Okay, we're going to list you as 10. Oh, just. It's uh, it's a musician thing, because I don't have many either. No, John right? doesn't have much. But I you mean, have more than 10. I have more than 10, yes. Like 11. <laughs> well, I was going to say, barely. <laughs> Yeah, that's a V8 and a three-cylinder Mazda, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, we won't, we won't pursue that, but you get the concept. I do. I the think fellows, it's wonderful. Wait, the fellow's ruling was regarding... I believe the last time we did this, didn't we discover that Rookie has more cylinders than you? No. 
That's not possible. I think I remember that. I think I do, too. You I, think think I, remember that too. Do, I have been downsizing. You want me to do mine real quick? Rook, uh, get yours assembled. What you got, Joe? 12. What you got? And 6. Come on, call it out. Is 18. And 4 is 22. And 4 is 26. Oh. And a snowblower is 27. And got your a, boat? Uh, boat is 6. That's 33. Uh, let's see, did you count your hang glider? <laughs> no, thirty. Got to have an, It's got to combust. Okay, it has to combust. I'm gonna call it. Oh, snow. Uh, oh, a blower. You already That's did the snow blower. Thirty-four. I I'm at thirty-four. You got two snow blowers. No, two. I said blower. A, you know, a blower for leaves 32. and stuff. Oh, a blower and a snow blower. There's a difference. Chris. Okay, so why are you looking at me like that? You don't want to know my number. No, yours is probably pathetic. Uh, no, 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 okay, no. so 32, and then I've got a snow or um, uh, leaf blower, 33. That's one. And mm. then uh, the weed whip, 34. Weed uh, whip. Then you're tied with whip. me, but you're counting kids' cars. No. Uh, Joe? Yes. I have 41. 41? Uh, wow. Jeez. How old are you? Forty-six, but uh, darn, that's beth- I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, have, I have things that plug in and use batteries. Oh they, wait, I forgot a couple count, outboards. I'm oh, at thirty-five. Yeah. I, got, I, I got my thirty-five. I got seven battery power chainsaw, but I can't count that. No, right? that's not. No, that's not like, no, you can't. can't what's the, can't what's do the, the plug y- in Zuma? Leaf blower. Oh, my scooter, thirty-six. I'm thirty-seven then. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of cylinders, here we go. At oh, wow. EcoFun Motorsports at both Forest Lake and Burnsville, they're doing a buy one, get one 50% off mix and match Christmas sale of the following all electric bikes in stock, Bintelli, Scootstar, and Yamaha, all Tau Motor Youth ATVs, and yes, they all have the wireless kill switch so you can kill it and the kid won't run into a tree. All Bintelli scooters in stock. All SYX youth dirt bikes in stock. It's a great time, great time to buy gifts, an e-bike for your wife, an ATV for your kid or grandkid. All Vespa scooters, 10% off MSRP, only for GLers. If you've been waiting, now's the time to Prices strike. Prices are not marked, yeah. so you got to mention GL. And you get free winter storage. Yep. You buy it now wow. and don't worry about it till spring. See? ATVs with 50-inch snowplow starting at $59.99 and side-by-sides with 60-inch plows starting at $89.99. And finally, if you mention GL and buy any vehicle in stock before Christmas, you get a 10-pound double-smoked ham from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned yeah. Meats in Hugo, the best ham you'll ever taste. Nice. And that's courtesy of the guys and gals at... EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. It's right on 97, immediately west of 35. And in Burnsville, it's on the service road of life near County Road 42. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at GarageLogic.com. As a Golf Passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword PASSPORT. A $300 golf value for just... 90 bucks? Now you got it. garagelogic.com, keyword PASSPORT. Does advertising on GarageLogic work? 
Listen to what Pete Arnold from HirePro has to say. My results advertising with GarageLogic have been absolutely outstanding. GLers understand my business and what we do and how Joe vets anyone that advertises on here. That level of validation and trust has helped me with a 6 to 1 ROI for my commercial spend. This group is amazing, and using GarageLogic for your company's advertising will generate results. If you'd like to get results for your business, visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner. That's garagelogic.com, keyword partner. Truth, Justice, and the Suture. Every time I walk in here, this place smells like a stale old beer, and I wind up sitting by some barstool genius. Well, I always mind my business, yeah, but he gives me the business back, so I do my best to keep some space between us. Doesn't matter what's on TV, he goes on and on at me, and he don't know that I ain't even listening. Cause I'm walking circles in my head Thinking about my ice cold bed in empty house Wishing I was fishing Yeah, life's such a mystery Where I'm preceded by my history The answer is I haven't got a clue I know my meant to be He's out there searching for me Oh, but my next ex is looking for me too Yeah, my next ex is looking for me too It's a sad tale of woe Here comes Joe you were going to talk. Oh, I thought you were going to talk, Joe. No, here's Kenny Olson. Here's Kenny. I'm still busy counting cylinders. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to puke. I'm up to around 80, and I haven't even started counting the cylinders on the shelf. Uh, And if you combined all of our cylinders together, including Jeff's pathetic um, attempt at (laughs) cylinders, the one thing all of our cylinders have in common is seafoam. And I know last uh, last this last week has been fantastic. You may have drug dragged whatever you did. You pulled a few cylinders out of storage and got them back out in the dirt, the trail, the road, whatever. And now it's time to put them away again because winter's making it. Is it winter making a comeback or is it fourth fall? I don't know what it is, but it's going to get cold um, next week. And all we have to do is treat our cylinders, whether they're summer cylinders, winter cylinders, or cylinders that run year-round. Give them a little seafoam. That'll make them happy. Seafoam is the answer to cleaning the carbon and keeping your carburetors and injectors happy. You can find it everywhere, everywhere that fine automotive chemicals are sold, including, of all places, grocery stores. Seafoam is everywhere. A local company with a global reach and a wonderful true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Je- uh, Jeff, is one of your cars electric? No, sir. Thank you. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> those are government cars on this show. Oh, G car. But I be before the show. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, watching a video sent to me by Sean uh, in Fulda, and it's a picture of an electric car. Uh, it's real. Uh, the Florida Hollywood, Florida Fire Department was on the scene. Uh, it was a Tesla that backed a jet ski into the into the water, 
But then, as often can happen on a on a boat ramp, the the car got away from the driver who was a moron, and the car ended up in the oh, water. No. Oh no! The car was burning while it was oh. underwater. Mm. Oh no! Now think about that. The car was burning while it was underwater. It was offloading gases from the battery. Okay. When the fire department got it out of the water, they put it on a flatbed truck. They let it burn as much as it could. Okay. But when they got it out of the water and put it on a flatbed truck, it was still burning. So uh, what, what? Out of the water? What, well, here's a video from a fire department training perspective on a Tesla underwater on fire. If you watch the video, apparently Tesla drivers sometimes hook up boats to their cars, and when launching them, can get quite a bit of water around the battery, causing intense issues. I uh, share this with you because you are a boat guy, interested in lake stuff, and enjoy government vehicles. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh that it, and it was an amazing video. Uh, you can go to autoblog.com, autoblog, one word, I, dot com. I can com, link it to the page, too. And you today. can look up submerged Tesla Model X at Florida boat ramp. That damn thing is burning underwater. The flames are shooting above the water. Well, then maybe there's something to President Trump saying, can you get electrocuted if you... Or an electric boat. Well, as Sean notes, it always sounds funny when you play Trump asking if an EV in the water will Thank shock you. you. It could be worse than that. Thanks, Radar. The damn thing could, <laughs> well, burn under your feet. We've also learned that the EV vehicle rookie is very much similar to the city of Detroit. Or, excuse uh, me, Cleveland. the city of Cleveland, Cleveland where the river caught on fire. Right, the Cuyahoga. Yeah. <laughs> you ever played Cincinnati? Yes, I a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. But Cleveland is what he's talking about, right? Oh, Cleveland. That's yeah. right. Okay, you ever but... played Cleveland? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I've been everywhere, man. You know, I've done same it. state. Same I've, state. Joe, I've played all 50 states and 15 countries. Have you really? I have, yeah. And we're adding another one this week. We're going, I'm going down to Aruba. I told I him really? I told oh, him nice. walking down here, I don't care what, I'm I'm going to Nashville to watch him play this winter. You guys oh. got to come down. We keep no. talking about it. We talked about it at the fair. I'm right. going. All right. Uh, let's, let's let Jeff know. We, <laughs> we, uh, we need to take up a GoFundMe to get yeah, to Nashville. Yeah, we, we, yeah. lobbied, uh, we lobbied our betters uh, for that trip, sure. and uh, we can't make it happen. Uh, that doesn't mean it won't ever happen. We just can't make well, Joe, it happen. I'm just going to go on privately. Let's just line up. A, a, they have this new jet thing that you can do. Private jets holds thirty people. So yeah. you and and uh, twenty nine of your friends. Yeah. And uh, come on down. We'll line it up. He's got less friends than cylinders, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! I have you remember that old thing that uh, was it Oliver Wendell Holmes and George Bernard Shaw, and he had a new play, and he sent or was Churchill? He sent. Send an invite, and he said, I have a new show opening Friday night. Uh, bring a friend if you have one. That would probably be Churchill. <laughs> and Churchill said, I can't possibly be there Friday. I'll be there Saturday if there is one. <laughs> uh, uh, the, getting the friends together wouldn't be the problem. It would be getting these guys to go. That's and, a problem. And, yeah. uh, well, we got to bring. We got to have a travel stipend to get somebody from Alexandria all the way We'll, here, we'll yeah. make yeah. it happen. Uh, on, John Height won't fly. I'll drive. How's that? He would drive. He won't fly. Hey, you know that Teddy man. from Alabama, the band Alabama, he never flew either. Oh. He drove Teddy, the bass player. Teddy really? Gentry, yeah. He, he drove, drove everywhere, everywhere. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't oh, mind Neil flying. Parker. I tell Jeff the real story. I don't mind flying, but I'm claustrophobic all of a sudden, and I, I hate getting in small 
Neil Peart, the drummer for Rush, would only motorcycle between gigs. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, and he rode I did not know that. Yeah. John Madden? Well, not in the winter, obviously. Sure. Yeah. And then when he lost his uh, family, he took off on his motorcycle, and Rush didn't know where he was for about a year. Wow. He got lost. That's right. Yes. Didn't he lose his where wife and daughter? Where is he? I can't find him in my formerly nicotine-stained fingers. This is the band uh, Rush. Oh. Canadian band. Canadian band. You yeah. probably have met them. I have not. But All right. The legendary band. The drummer. I didn't think you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of the EVs, great recovery. We know. Uh, <laughs> like we know from uh, we know from emailer Tim Buck too that private EV charging companies like ChargePoint and EVgo are losing hundreds of millions of dollars on their charging networks. But that hasn't stopped the state of Minnesota from jumping into this very bad business. KSTP reported this summer that the Minnesota Department of Transportation plans to add electric vehicle chargers along Interstate 35 and Interstate 94. The project is federally funded through the National Elect... Well, it's funded by us. Through the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Formula Program, or NEVI, N-E-V-I. They will be using $68 million of your tax dollars to do this, plus an additional 20% for Minnesota taxpayers. What are the odds that this government enterprise will ever turn a profit? And that was a KSTP news story that the Minnesota EV charging station rollout is moving forward even uh, as EVs decline in popularity. I have a question on yes. that. Have they researched, have they cross-correlated with the Flying Squirrel study to put EV charging stations <laughs> yes. at the observation points for in Flying Squirrel? that could happen yes. in this yeah. state. Don't give many ideas. And I have, uh, there's a movie we're all going to see, Jeff. I haven't seen it yet. Kenny has seen parts of it and Reavers has seen parts of it. But it's called The Fall of Minneapolis, and it centers around the weekend when George Floyd was murdered, well, it was called a murder by a police officer in Minneapolis, and that, that kind of changed the world. It certainly changed the Twin Cities. And I got a note from uh, Mike in Duluth who writes, I've been a cop in Duluth since the year 2000. I worked for Minneapolis PD for two and a half years prior to that. I'm planning on retiring a year early. Uh, to me, family and my, to me and my family, it is well worth the cost because apparently retiring early will cost him about sixty five hundred bucks per year for an early retirement penalty. But he says it's worth it. The job has not been what we signed up for for several years now. The Duluth Police Department has recently come out with its own multi-page policy limiting what enforcement actions we can take. It is in draft form at this time. Our administration tells us it is to preemptively self-regulate. It mirrors what the regressive cities are telling their officers to do or not do. A few of us have watched the fall of Minneapolis today. I really hope you get a chance to see it. I think this is a Liz Collin film. I think they did a good job summarizing what happened here in our state regarding the Floyd death. Similar events have occurred in other states, and no doubt there will be more to come. The movie did a good job conveying the thoughts and emotions of cops all over the country. Please watch the movie. It may answer some questions for you. Dealing with non-compliant people happens a lot, and more often in recent years, it's never pretty to see officers use force. 
the way the Floyd call started out looked like a hundred calls I've responded to. We rarely know who we're dealing with. We never know how an interaction is going to play out. We have defensive tactics training, diversity training, sensitivity training, de-escalation training, and more. Often this month's training contradicts last month's training. You never know what will hit YouTube or who will be judging you next. It's made us second-guess ourselves to the limit. It truly breaks my heart to see what has happened to my city, my state, and my country. I am fortunate enough to be able to sell my house, pack up my family, and leave Minnesota for another state that more closely reflects our values. Sadly, I think the voters are going to have to realize they asked for what is happening here. Hmm. And it's tough uh, to dispute anything you said. I have to, I've gotten many, many emails today regarding this film, <laughs> The Fall of Minneapolis. Did you start yet? I haven't. I've I, made it about 30 minutes. Is it on YouTube? Is it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's on, on Rumble, Rumble but it's uh, it's an Alpha happens. News piece that you can find on their website, alphanewsmn.com. I've uh, I've sent it to a few jailers yeah, who have requested tough, it, but tough. it's. And John, you mentioned this yesterday, but I started to watch the. It starts with the body cam footage. Yep. Mm-hmm. You do forget how much led up to. Oh yeah, there was... what. What actually the world saw with Chauvin and, and Floyd, you forgot about it was how like mu- 20 minutes, right? More at than least. that, I bet, at least at more least. than that. But it's tough to watch. Well, how about those twins? <laughs> Payroll, here we go. I'm at, uh, I'm at 78 cylinders and still counting. Okay, let's. <laughs> Man, I'm going on Craigslist when I get home. <laughs> He's been shamed. I, so low. I have no idea but what see, you guys have been talking about. You guys are all about. 30s and above. No, man. but he's rural. And rural, yeah. rural guys really have a leg up on having a higher. And well, you're now rural. Jeff, I am. Jeff, yep. I have eight chainsaws, Jeff. All right. Jeez. <laughs> I know. That's Dude, just not right. How do you choose? You're like Nanook of the North or the West. <laughs> May I ask a music question? Yes, yeah. sir. I we'll love it. So I've been begging for someone to be my dad. Date tonight for the Eagles concert at the XL Energy Center. John won't go because he hates the Eagles. I don't hate. Oh, I have a music God. question. Well, this is a diverse group here, right here. So I, I said because I've never, I ain't seen them, and I, I want to go seen see them, them tonight. So seen you've seen them. Take it easy is one of my five favorite songs of all time. But I asked John. He goes, I have no desire because it's not the original group. Well, no, who gives a damn, right? Not, not really Jeff, what I said. Help me but here. Okay. Shocking that Chris would misquote me, but okay. Okay, straighten it out, boys. <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, is it still, for me anyway, do I still get to say I saw the Eagles? Let's go in perspective. Right. Um, there is a band called Foreigner without Lou Graham <laughs> that's out playing, but there are no original members left. Yeah. And a buddy of mine is in Orleans. They have three original members still in that band. The Grassroots, the last time I saw them, had only the drummer, and he didn't sing. And that was in the 70s. Mm -hmm. Um, The Eagles have had Deacon Fry, Glenn Fry's son, but he's off the road now. Vince Gill is a worthy member. But if you think about it, Timmy Schmidt on bass was not the original bass player. Randy Meisner was. Right. And, uh, you know, George Grantham... Well, it was in the in Poco, and that band went, you know, nine versions of that. The Beach Boys now, I don't know even if they're... It, it's probably Al Jardine, Jardine and his bunch, and Mike, Mike Love, Love and his band, yeah. and uh, they have separate bands. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, Brian well, doesn't perform. I so. just read one the other day. This is my favorite. Uh, Burton Cummings and Randy uh, Bachman just sued the people who are calling themselves the guess who because the only original person is the drummer who doesn't sing. Mm. So it's kind of hard to have. Yeah, guess band. who is definitely Burton Cummings. Well, yeah, with without Burton Cummings, how yeah. can you have a guess who? We played the State Fair a few years ago, and uh, Lou Graham, the voice of Foreigner, yep. was there. And that man, that you know, he's one of the best rock voices Great. in my opinion. Opinion of all time, yeah, great one of my top five rock voices oh, wow. really? of all time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean the guy's just amazing. I mean, yeah. You know, waiting for a girl like you, yeah. you know, make a guy fall in love. When the rock is like <laughs> urgent, I love those vocals, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Were you yeah. an Eagles fan? Yeah, I've always enjoyed them a lot. Yeah. I've never seen them, but really? I know that they were. Oh wow, you could go tonight with Reavers. <laughs> You'll take a rain check. Well, who's wearing the skirt? Yeah. <laughs> He's waited this long. <laughs> hey, who played bass on Hotel California? Which bass player was it? I think was, that was Tim Schmidt. Was it? I think oh, that was still Meisner. That was it? Okay. I think he quit right after let's that. Let's figure Meisner. that out. I know that Don Felder had a big dispute over that song because he wanted yeah. credit, and they used to name, under the song title, I was told that they uh, ranked the ownership of the song by the position in that list. And that he came to them with the idea, and there's just been this whole story. Yeah, know? he wrote apparently the, all those changes that you hear at the beginning and stuff, yeah. and then, and yeah. then they kind of went, "Oh yeah, give me that." Yeah. And well, he and Fry didn't get along. You know, the thing I like about Nashville, just to center it in a little bit, is that we we have a thing down there when you're writing songs, like a room full. Of, you know, okay, there's five of us and Kenny, so we it's word for a third. If you want to get in the room and write the song, you know, and Kenny comes up with one word, you know, 75 cylinders, and we put it in the song, you're on, you know? And actually, even if you're just there and just making coffee and we're all kind of, you know, talking about it and living it, that's that's how we share it. We don't don't divvy up like, well, Joe wrote most of the lyrics. Word for a third is what it is? Word for a third, that's what we say. Do you have a place in Nashville where you play most often? Uh, a couple places that are writers' nights, yeah. um, you know, places uh, that host writers. The Commodore is one. Um, you know, there've been a bunch of them. They're great showcase clubs, uh, but they're booked with shows that charge ticket money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you wanted to go to, you know, backstage Nashville on a Saturday afternoon, it's twenty bucks. Well, when you're not on the road and you're in Nashville. Are you working every day? No. No, actually, Nashville is where we live, and then out here is where we work. Okay. You know, I see all of our people out there at the airport. You know, you run into all the bands, and, uh, you know, we we have to leave town to make money. I wrote with a girl from Los Angeles this week in Nashville, a wonderful singer named Christy Huff. Look mm-hmm. her up. She's just cute as a button. Mm-hmm. And uh, in L.A., she's, well, in Nashville, she says, I get I play a four-hour gig, I get 100 bucks. Really? In L.A., I play a two-hour gig, and I get 400 bucks. Really? Yeah, so it's a different kind of thing, you know. You ever been to a Predators game? Uh, you Hockey have, game? Yeah, yeah. So are a lot of the clubs right around that Bridgestone Arena? That's downtown. That's yeah. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it's just teeming with bars. There are probably 25, 30 bars right. with bands at all times until 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, but you guys got to come. I know. I've been there <laughs> during one of those nights have you? last two years ago, yeah. but I haven't been... Uh, I haven't been down there to play. But you know what would be fun is if you guys can't work it out till springtime, let's go watch the Nashville Sounds AAA team Oh, okay. in their new stadium. They've mm. got a beautiful new stadium. That'd be fun. I'm a big baseball Aren't fan. Aren't they cool. making yeah. a big push for an MLB team They are. in Nashville? They're trying. That's what yeah. I thought. And they've got a soccer team. Cool. And uh, how's Minnesota soccer doing? That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Who can we ask? Okay. Uh, you know who you could ask is Mike Fredoloni. Are we having Pat today? 
I have a music <clears throat> business question, guys. Well, I was going to say on soccer, by the way, at the old Met Stadium, which is the only stadium I ever saw the Twins in, right? besides Target Field, um, I got to see... When the Minnesota Kicks yeah, were the around, kicks, yeah. yep. and the New York yep. Cosmos the came, kicks. the Cosmos, New York Cosmos came to town. I got to see Pele. Pele, yeah, yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. That would was be really cool. that ranks up there with seeing Bob Marley and Little Feet with Lowell George, <laughs> Tino Latiri. Oh man, Ace you saw Little Feet with Lowell George, I, Alan Merrick. You're a lucky. Man. I saw the almonds with Dwayne. Yeah, don't, really? you know yeah. what? I have to leave and go. I saw Chuck Berry now. with Keith Richards. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, uh, Grant Park. What yeah. on TV? Wow. Not Grant Park. <laughs> it was there. I got to play with Bo Diddley. Oh, cool. Boy. He walked up. We, we, the three of us. He picks up local bands. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that's his rhythm. You know. He's, oh, sure. Boy, he was angry about that. He said everybody stole from him, which is really true, I guess. <laughs> but uh, he, he came out. It was at a the county fair for all of Phoenix in the Maricopa County Fair, and he pulls up in a limousine. It's in the afternoon. Yeah. It's like a dirt lot. It's not a very. It's not like our Minnesota fair. Right. And he gets out of the limousine. He's wearing those great big sunglasses and yeah. that bowler hat and a black outfit. And he comes over and looks at us, looks at me, looks at the bass player, looks at the drummer and goes, y'all look like you can play. I'm going back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Did he throw any changes at you on stage that you weren't ready for? Yeah. Like Chuck Berry used to do that a lot to the local bands. Well, he'd look at me and go, play. <laughs> I saw a picture on Facebook yesterday of him cooking fried chicken in the back room of a concert gig. Oh, he's just getting ready to play, but he's got a big plant pan of fried chicken. I you saw know, it, him in the main room, uh, downtown Minneapolis. Really? Yeah, cool. You know, yeah. John, you and I could write cooking fried chicken. <laughs> we're going to do it. I mean, you know, that's how Nashville songs get written. Somebody drops a line like that. Oh, uh, we're in the room, so we get a third. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need I gotta your credits. You've got to come up with a word, though. Uh, uh, 78 uh, cylinders. Uh, <laughs> Grunhoffers. <laughs> Grunhoffers. No, garage. Seafoam. Seafoam. we got to get seafoam in the song, right? <laughs> I'm, get getting a lot the... of, I'm getting a lot of emails from people who are saying, what in the hell is a telephone closet? Well, in the old days, that's Good where question. the phone was. You'd lock that up like a wild animal. You'd put that phone in there, and it would be in the closet. But that's where you kept a list of names and numbers of all the people you needed. And did you it, need a did, garage did door hurt guy. To, to wind the yeah, phone like that? to wind your phone up. <laughs> and that's where you keep the name of and the telephone number of Precision Garage Door, the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. They're hiring, uh, and they're really paying well, and they have great benefits and plans. They have, they're looking for... Uh, Garage door technicians, garage door installers, warehouse inventory associates. Really check it out. It's fantastic. They're the best. So if you need a garage door guy with precision garage door, you're getting the whole garage logic family. And they cover everything from the openers to the actual installation of a new door if you need one. They don't charge more for weekends. They keep you up to date on what they're doing. Uh, all all response that I've gotten uh, are from people who now have made Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities their garage door guy. You can find them at PrecisionDoorMN.com or call them, 612-263-6985, uh, Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. Are you, are you playing whatever? Ice, there. there it Here is. it is. This is it. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. You know Joe Sucherich. 
makes you want to bounce, right? Tell Jeff what this is. Yeah. This is uh, my kid, Dylan, and his buddy, Dylan Reese. My kid played all the instruments. He played the bass, the guitar. I met him uh, at the fair. Yeah, you met Dylan. Sure, he played with us. Uh, Dylan did all the music there, and his buddy, Dylan Reese, did the vocal. And they've released stuff on occasion. It does pretty well on Spotify and that kind of thing. But they worked on this for a day and just... I almost said a bad word there. And, yeah. then, and yeah. they decided not it. to pursue it any further. So that's, I said, God, I love that. Can I have that demo? Je- Jeff, I think it's so good that I want to buy it from them, turn into a slimy, creepy record company executive, and make a million dollars. This is a hit, isn't it? Is it what I think it's about? Uh, I don't know what it's about. I don't care about that. I mean, I want to make money here. Well, what do you think are it's we, about? Are we live? Yeah. 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 I can't say it. Well, it's, Text it to me, then. I, I think it's just about, uh, you know, she's ice, ice cold, right? I mean, ice, you know, oh, okay. And I'll figure out a way to say it without you getting into okay, trouble. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Well, while you do that, let me tell you about North American <laughs> Banking Company. My bank. They're the best. You know what? Switch up from that big national bank and go with somebody local that cares about you, that cares about your family, that cares about your business. They do offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And like I said, they're locally owned and operated. And here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They're not sent out of state. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company has been at it since 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment, that has not. So check them out today online, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com, North American Bank. Banking company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, that's so I never would have guessed that. That uh, can um, you put it into? Well, let, let, let's say you're ice cold. Yeah, and you're wearing a shirt, and you're okay. Yeah, choosing your summer outfit, and it might Cutting, be yeah. noticeable. Oh, I, it. I never would have guessed it. that, but you might be right. Well, it's, is ah. the turkey done? <laughs> yep, turkey's done. It's a hook, isn't it, Jeff? That's amazing. That's a good song. <laughs> that's a horse of a different yeah. color. <laughs> I'll tell you the funny uh, the funny part about that is we used Kenny and I had a different podcast, so we would use that as a bump. And I would get invariably two to three emails asking for me to send that to them. So I had to get permission, of course, from my kid. I said, mm-hmm. Okay, I got this demo. But you're not going to do anything with it? No, we're never going to. I said, do you care if I send it to these people? So I, I bet I've sent it to 30 people mm-hmm. <laughs> just because yeah. they want a copy of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's where registered you, as their ownership. I'm where, they, where, where can people wrote. find your stuff? Because you're not doing Twitter, thank God. No, sir. Your uh, Instagram. I'm um, Jeff.Dayton on Instagram. Jeff.Dayton on Jeff. Instagram. Jeff.Dayton, Instagram. And then you have your own website. Jeff Dayton Music. That's where I'd love to see you there. Yeah. And uh, I, vote, I lost it here. There we go. You good? Check one, two. Check one, You're two. On. One, two, one, on. two. We can hear you. Yeah. I. Oh, you there it is. It? Oh, Everybody there was something good? playing there. Oh. Oh, I, I fell into the vacuum. I saw, so apologize for that. No, John Knight, do you have news? And well, YouTube, well, yeah. I'm on, yeah, hey, I'm on let's, YouTube. Let's Jeff finish, yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, I just thought my headphones went crazy, but it was me. No. And uh, yeah, YouTube, I've got a channel. I do a song a day, original music. 
and uh, you know, love you put that you're on Facebook too because I see your song of the day on Facebook. Yeah, and time, but so. my personal Facebook is full up, and there's another one, Jeff Dayton Music, that you can or Jeff Dayton yeah. Live that you can find a you know Perfect. another Facebook page. Perfect. Do you leave this guitar in Minnesota? I have before, but it's been traveling with me lately. All right, it's a 1994 Taylor. Do you yeah. have to put it in baggage, or can you take it no, on the sir. plane? No, I take it on the plane. You know, the nice thing is, if they don't have room in the overheads, usually one of the flight attendants will say, we've got a closet just for us, but you can go ahead and put it in there. Yeah. Uh, they're really cool. nice. And coming in out of Nashville, I mean, everybody knows we're coming with guitars. So Southwest is what a lot of people fly on. Uh, I like Delta quite a bit. I'm an old Delta North Northwest. Northwest Airlines. Yeah, I'm that guy, so. John, what do you got? Well, I got a little news. I, you know, I didn't have much time to write because I had to drive over here today, but, uh, you know, I got a little bit. <laughs> you may have noticed, uh, if you stepped outside yesterday, I, I know I did, a pungent odor when you stepped outside into our upper 60s. Yeah. You're saying, why is that? Fire in why Canada. Why was that, Fire John? in Canada. The Minnesota Pollution Control <laughs> Agency says no. the source is most likely from southwest Minnesota farmers fertilizing their fields with... Manure. Really? Manure. Winds from the southwest carried the odor up toward the Twin Cities, according to the MPCA. I didn't smell it. What? Oh, my God. Hey, hey, you, you can it. smell it. We ain't going to smell it with this wind. Thank you. Oh, I could with that wind. In Andover, it was it was strong. Let's put it that That's way. That's got to be a song. You can't. You know what that was, Joe? That was the smell of freedom. That's right. America. <laughs> it's America. Yeah, I lived in Marshall for three years, and I tell you what, it was, you know, it, it's either that or silage. Or, yeah. hog, or hogs. <laughs> it keeps, uh, out in the country, it keeps the city-its away. That's why we spread it. City-its. There's one I haven't heard. <laughs> you, you know, you could make that a really serious song, Jeff. A, very, a lot of minor chords. Go for it. Can you smell <laughs> the manure? <laughs> Doom and gloom. Yes. <laughs> no, no, because the next line was going to be, it can keep us very pure. <laughs> no? No, no commercial fertilizer for us. Yeah, <laughs> just the pigs maybe, best. Maybe we shouldn't go with the minor chord uh, yeah. version. Huh? Make it a happy turd song. <laughs> happy turds. I saw that band at the entry. <laughs> <laughs> they were short lived. Yeah. I got flushed out of the music business. <laughs> when you uh, when you played your, uh, did you have a band? This, oh yeah, this time. Uh, this trip? This no. Trip. Did it solo? Well, I have a buddy named Mark Bendixson. But I've got guys from the Twin Cities, wonderful guys. Gary Lopak, Jason Kraft, Ralph DeCutt, Steve Clark, you know, Tom Benton from Wisconsin. He comes over. He's one of the original guys with me with Glenn Campbell. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we have great memories of old Glenn, you know. Oh, yeah. I know you love Glenn Campbell. I'm very much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange that the years are adding up since he passed, but yeah. we're still doing shows of his music, and I'm just delighted that people come out and see us. You know, yeah, we're uh, we were in Florida, California, and Arizona, and we've got Hawaii next month. If all of you uh, GLers that are uh, out in the islands come on over to the Hawaii Theater on December 29th, oh. it's a beautiful venue. Now, if you want to blow your travel budget, Joe, yeah, <laughs> and you have a choice, yeah, Nashville or Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, you go. <laughs> well, been to Hawaii. well chosen. I've been to Nashville. I've never been to Hawaii. I would have a tough time driving to Hawaii. Yeah, you would. That's true. Well, you know, and I'm sure they have some comfort stuff for you. you get, oh, yeah. get some of them melatonin gummies or yeah. something like that. You yeah. probably can sleep all the way there. Yeah. Or oh, just hop in a nice little enclosed sailboat and sail. Oh, oh, oh. Who sings the Glenn Campbell songs? You? I do. Yeah. 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 
You I'd do sing one. one. Well, do one am I allowed us? to do one? Uh, are we going to get in trouble? Well, well, why would we? It's, live, it's a copyright thing, it. isn't it? Well, you're live, and you you were with his group, right? So that gives your call you. Bus. Well, it's your permission. I mean, you're you're giving yourself permission. Well, everybody wants to hear this one. Yeah. Ah, come on, fingers. Uh oh. Keep after John. Yeah. Okay. I gotta go find the chords. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. I am a lineman for the county. And I drive the main road Searching in the sun For another overload I hear you singing in the wires And I hear you through the wine And the Wichita lineman is still on the line I know I need a small vacation But it don't look like rain And if it snows that stretch down south Won't ever stand the strain and I need you more than want you And I want you for all time And the Wichita lineman Is still on the Your Glenn Campbell shows are fantastic. I, wow. I love doing them too. Oh, the songs are so good, you oh, know. Man. And, and he did all that fun stuff, you know. Yeah, he did yeah. that old Bob Wills and yep. and and Marty Robbins, you know. You know, like uh, 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 well, I never felt more like singing the blues. Yeah, I mean, all that kind of stuff. And Hank and uh, just and, and Jimmy Webb, of course, the writer that wrote yeah. the biggest stuff. He wrote Wichita Lineman, Galveston, uh, by the time we get to Phoenix, Up, Up, and Away in My Beautiful Balloon yeah. for the Fifth Dimension. Yeah. He wrote uh, MacArthur, Park. MacArthur Park. Yeah. What's really nice is uh, Jimmy Webb's Facebook page. He will put on old clips of Glenn mm. uh, doing his song. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, wonderful. You know, if it, weren't for Facebook, yeah. if it weren't for Glenn, there'd have been no Jimmy. You know, I'll tell you, he told a great story one time. I heard him uh, talking about this. He said when he was a kid, he heard one of Glenn's early records called uh, Turn Around, Look at Me. Sure. There was someone walking, walking behind you. you. Turn, Turn around, around, look at me. Yep. 
And he thought that was the most amazing voice and song he had ever heard. He was riding his tractor in Oklahoma. Yep. So he went home to his little bed and he knelt down next to the bed, folded his hands. He said, God, please, please, please let me write a song that's half as good as turn around and look at me. And he said, just like that, my prayers were answered. And I wrote 250 songs that were only half that good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Put a bunch. Word for third. Man, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, Joe, awesome. thanks for asking for that, though. You know, that's so close to my heart. And, oh, it's got to uh, be. Yeah. Now, when you were with Glenn, what, uh, he sang, obviously. What, yeah. what was your, were you a backup guitarist? I did that, and I got to play that solo down the, you know, the low. Uh... Not like in Galveston? Yep. No. Uh, yeah, that was just unbelievable and he'd call my name out if you go look at the concert video from yeah. south dakota which we recorded in uh, sioux falls believe it or not um he's jeff dayton you know because it's so nice that he recognized me on stage yeah. and i was his band leader and we you know then i sang of course everybody in the band sang pretty yeah. much uh, oh that's neat stuff there's a million great if you're a glenn Campbell fan clips on on youtube mm -hmm. just go start watching you'll fall down a hole rabbit hole it's a good one yeah. you yeah. know I, speaking of bob wills in, in you know who bob wills was the texas yeah. Texas, texas playboys yeah. 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 san antonio rose and all that yeah. good stuff take me back to tulsa well he was on tv one time and his singer tommy duncan was sick so they got this new kid named glenn campbell <laughs> And he was wearing a, one of those, you know, cowboy shirts like he would have worn in Rhinestone Cowboy. Sure. And he was just smiling and handsome and just smiling, yeah. just doing it. How did he get hooked up with the Beach Boys? Well, he was in the Wrecking Crew in Los Angeles, and he started playing sessions in about 1962. Our manager, Stan Schneider, covered Glenn's career for the whole time. Okay. And uh, he said that in 62, Glenn came to L.A. Stan helped him get his first house for 17000 bucks. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, he made seventeen grand in the studio that year. The next year, he made 75000 Really? And yeah. the 75000 nice in 1963 That's was an executive salary yeah. with a housekeeper and, a, and, you know, Fifi the maid. There is a great video, speaking of videos on there, of him and Leon Russell in a studio in 1984. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it was there, but they just happened to apparently be in the same town. And they do a bunch of songs and reminisce a bit. And Leon... Leon was a, a character, mm. to say the least. So yeah. Glenn carried the ball on the telling the stories there, and, and Leon basically would look through his glasses and go, uh-huh. And then they'd play a song, but it's yeah. just wonderful. Because Le Leon was the wrecking crew, obviously. He, he was, and he was from Tulsa. Yeah. And uh, he played piano on By the Time I Get to Phoenix. Yep. Um, they were together in the house band on one of those dance shows. I forget it was Shindig. Shindig, Shindig yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, Leon was just amazing. I got to see him in Minneapolis in about 74. Oh, fun. At Parade Stadium there. And wow. uh, with his wife, soon to be wife, Mary McCrary, opening. And uh, my huh. friend Scott Sansby, who was a legendary Twin Cities drummer, had been around since, you know, the early days of the 60s, yeah. was playing drums with her and ended up playing with Leon. Wow. And then he and I ended up working together at the University of Minnesota Jazz Ensemble with Dr. Ben Crusciuto. If you remember his name, Frank Ben Crusciuto. Yes. And that's where I got to work with Dizzy Gillespie. I was working nice. in the U of M Jazz Ensemble, Jeez. and we did a trip to Mexico City, and we just had all kinds of fun. What a small community of musicians that is. Well, the, Minneapolis is such a fertile breeding ground. I mean, there have been great families here. I know the Steele family's been here for 40 yeah. years, but before that, even the, the Peterson family, mm -hmm. just legendary cats. Mm -hmm. And uh, wonderful musicians like the late, great Lonnie Wilson, uh, I'm sorry, Lonnie Knight. 
long time ago, a friend of mine said, you guys should have a band called Night in Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, but Lonnie was out of town. He was a staff, uh, staff guitar player at Sound 80, the yeah. old studio. And he was out playing up some cheesy blues gig on the road for the week. And he came back to town to Sound 80, and they said, well, guess what you missed? And he said, what? And they said, Bob Dylan was here and recorded a record. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Lonnie was tortured by that the rest of his life. Yeah. And it was it was uh, tangled up in blue. Blood, oh, on, blood on the tracks. Blood on the tracks. On the tracks yeah. yeah, and and my friend Kevin Odegaard lucked into yeah. a spot on the record, yeah. and he turned that into a career, and I got hired by Kevin right after that, and that's how I ended <laughs> up working with this new kid named Bobby Rifkin and our producer David Rifkin, who had nobody had heard of at that point, and Bobby became Bobby Z and David yeah. became David Z and Prince in the Revolution. I'll be damned. Listen Holy to this. Cow. God this Almighty, Jeff. I can go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Did you go know a guy named Marsh Edelstein? Uh, sure. Everybody knew Marsh. Marsh was one of the two big agencies in town. He was the manager of the Bananas. I was a banana. <laughs> oh, no God. Kidding. Here we go. I know. But I mean, I, we were nothing. So, But it's interesting yeah. that somebody important like you would know who Marsh was. Sure. I've been, every time I've been back to town, pretty much, Marsh is at something that I get to go to. Really? Yeah. Say hello to him for me. I will do that. Jeff, for your 2024 tour, me, but... we're thinking bright yellow banana suits for you <laughs> and your band. Yeah, we had the brown ones. Well, if we get, if we, once we get the suits and use them here, I'm not I'm kidding. Let's go to that town in, in the Carolinas where the banana team, the baseball oh, team. Oh, the banana, the bananas. Savannah bananas. Savannah yeah, bananas. let's go there. Yeah. Let's go there. We'll, can, we can, go we'll get double duty out of those suits. <laughs> See, yeah. let me tell you something. Grunhoffers is also hiring. People want to, you, you want to work in the meat industry, you can't beat Grunhoffers, Forest Lake store, Hugo store, soon to open in uh, the White Bear Lake area. You just heard that if you buy something now at EcoFund Motorsports, you're getting a 10-pound hand from ham from Grunhoffers, the best ham you'll ever taste. Right now, the Oktoberfest bratwurst and the tater tot hot dish bratwurst. Pre-made meals, if you want to call ahead and have a meal put together, Grunhoffers can take care of you for that. Uh, it's a grilling season. It's a football season. This weekend, the temperature going back up into the 50s. It'll be a great outdoor cooking weekend with Brun, uh, Grunhoffers old-fashioned meats. Call them at the Hugo store at 651-426-2800 or at the Forest Lake store, 651 982 1182. This is true Minnesota comfort food at its finest, and they'll put together a meal for you. Uh, you want to uh, you want to get to the Hugo store? It's right on Highway 61, north of Hugo, just north of Hugo, and the Forest Lake store is immediately east of 35 on Highway 97. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat. It's the greatest meat emporium in the country. Let's get tropical, we say. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Look at me. Just relaxing. On a beach. Let's go. Nothing on my mind at all. Watching the sand crabs crawl. Lemonade. Big umbrella. In the shade, grooving to a GL tune on a perfect afternoon. So that was a shameless plug, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm chillin'. 
Floating on a feather pillow Living on island time Feeling like I'm in my prime Yeah, I'm mellow Cool as a big bowl of jello Sipping life through a straw Nothing bothers me at all You like that, Joe? I do Yeah, let's sip and laugh through a straw Nothing bothers us at all I can smell the ocean I can smell yeah. the hog farms Yeah <laughs> We never got your manure song Manure How do I see that I knew her? <laughs> Will I ever? So her name is Manure. Yeah. Manure. It's like a was she Eastern, a big girl? Girl. Eastern African name. Okay. Manure. <laughs> nice. You know, they. I didn't know that songwriting sessions deteriorate that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That word right for a third little. might come down a bit with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a sandwich. Y'all finish this. Well, uh, thank you for being very charitable to me with my voice there, uh, Mr. Dayton. But uh, I want to talk about real charities, and that's Minnesota Masonic Charities. In 2006, you know the story that several long-standing charities of Minnesota Masonry combined to create one umbrella organization, and that's Minnesota Masonic Charities. What do they want to do? Well, they want to promote great levels of philanthropy, and they do that through their scholarships, caring for the elderly, helping the young children communicate in Duluth, and repair. If well, it's like Skilly. He had the bum foot. He went over there, and he was repairing at Minnesota Masonic in Bloomington, a beautiful campus. What I want you to do is learn more, and they want you to learn more, too. The secret handshakes, the secret meetings, everything's out in the open. It's an open book. And in fact, we had some Masons the other night at the uh, town council meeting that raised their hands. 952-948-6200, that's the phone number, but you don't need to call them. You just need to go to their website and poke around to see... If you need loved one for a, a, a care for a loved one that may be uh, mending, well, they'll give you your options. mnmasoniccharities.org. They're great people, and they do wonderful work through uh, their uh, a website, minnesotamasoniccharities.org. I'm going to buy a new mouth. Well, I'll help out. <laughs> I'll contribute. Come here, come here. Jeff, when are you coming back to Minnesota? Well, first I was going to do a Masonic tie-in. My, grand, my grandmother's dad was a Mason. Oh, really? Fred Sharp in St. Paul lived on Goodrich Avenue. Yeah. Oh, love yeah. Goodrich Avenue. Yeah, just beautiful place. Who the hell don't you know? Uh, <laughs> the guy he hasn't met yet. <laughs> well, there are, there are a few, but I love it here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. You know, I just... The, well, your history goes back here so deeply. And I have both sides of the river. You do. You from Matamidae to Wyzetta uh, or Minnetonka. Uh, yeah, Whatever happened with 7th and Nicollet? 7th and... Oh, that, 7th and Nicollet became Dayton's. I mean, the, when, yeah. when did he sell? Oh, he never sold. I mean, he bought the land there and built this thing called the Dayton Dry Goods Company, and then, you know, that turned into Dayton's, and then it turned into Dayton Hudson, and then, wow. you know, now it's... I like, was an employee, I know, but it, that's just... To get that kind of uh, foresight, and then... Well, he had friends call... He'd owned the bank in Worthington, and uh, the, 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 his house is still there. The Dayton house in Worthington is still... Uh, national Registry. See, I'm getting the same feeling about you that I have about a guy named Sourdough Slim. <laughs> I swear Sourdough Slim was a member of Moby Grape. Now, he denies that. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. Denies the guy with the finger over the washboard? Well, uh, no, no. Sourdough Slim is just a great cowboy guy. Okay. Uh, yodeler. 
Yeah. Wonderful guy. Old washboard. Old, old cowboy. Old washboard. Old and, cowboy. And we've had him at the fair, and like you have been with us at the fair. I think I met him. Sourdough Slim. Yes. Got wonderful. the cowboy hat. Yes. California base. Got, got the whole cowboy thing going. What a ten gallon hat. Thing going. Big an eastern thing. <laughs> and uh, unless it's Rook and then it's eleven. Yeah. <laughs> but I see, I see in him uh, more than he'll ever confess to. But he denies that he was ever a part of the San Francisco scene. And you, you've got something going on. I can't. It, don't know anything about you go back so far in the twin cities that uh i don't know you might have had a different name at some point (laughs) i think they recycled me or something i don't know it's just uh it's very interesting well thanks joe yeah joe i've had an idea um jeff on wednesday night joe announced that the next time we do a live appearance the uh there's going to be a gl band joe on drums me on bass john on guitar we're going to find a singer why don't Why don't we combine and do that live show the next time Jeff comes into town? Yes, would you join? So we can actually have a real artist play a set. Yes, and the the I almost said a bad word. The cruddy GL band (laughs) will warm him up. Yes, you have to close, man. (laughs) (laughs) We clear the room. (laughs) You'll be coming back here. I will. If we should na- plan that for the spring, Jeff. Name a date, man. I'd love to be here. I really would. I love you guys, Joe. You know, if you're, you're gonna, one, Joe is one of my favorite people on the planet. I mean, the minute we met well, over there yeah, the first well, time, well, the first we, yeah, he's all yours. Can you take him home with you? I feel the chill of the love coming in. Yeah, you're not going to feel any from these morons. See when he gets away from the group. Yeah. The other thing we should probably consider, though, Kenny, is. Jeff's a professional, you know. Yeah, you, you know, you might want a little uh, scratch well, for uh, performing no, well, that, a set of music. I don't we want to cut in your travel budget. No, <laughs> we, we we'll have to come up with that. We You're, will. The, we will. The only thing, though, Jeff, you have to split a hotel room with Kenny if that's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, two queen right. beds. Right. He leaves there at ten o'clock at night eating Arby's. Okay, I, I get the bathroom first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll work something out. That sounds good. We keep threatening to. We got to do yeah. it. You guys, if you come to the south. You get to experience something that's taking over highway travel. It's revolutionizing the road life. It's called Bucky's. Oh my God! Oh, sure, yeah, they're incredible. Yeah. They're they're like it's like the state I, fair of roadside. I just drove back from Florida is it in a March. Gas station? It is, but it's oh, more than that. It's, it's got city. 120 it's almost, pumps. Joe, it's like an amusement park. It's right? huge. It's, they're massive. They they just crank up the, the barbecue brisket Ooh. sandwiches. It's, it's, and I hate to rip on Quick Trip, but it's it's better than Quick Trip. They've got a, a jerky on. bar that's bigger than this studio. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Buckies. They're unreal. My uh, kid did a tour, and yeah. uh, they went through the west and then came through the south, and he came back immediately telling me all about Bucky's. That's just gross. Cool. So yeah. they can, you know, let us know when they want to advertise. But, you know, hey, <laughs> what a place. I just, so you, you guys have a lot to see. No. no How here, far no. north do they go? I don't know. I, they, we have a couple in Tennessee, though. Because that's know. where I stopped. I, when I stopped, it was in Tennessee. That's mm-hmm. where could I you, stopped. Uh, could you hit the scramble, please? Because we got to get going. Oh, I didn't uh, realize it was already that time. Uh, I do have a question for <laughs> Mr. Dayton as it relates to 2024. Let me play the scramble first. <laughs> we got a scramble. Oh, and I only because they come to us all the way. May I ask Mr. Dayton a quick question? Looks like Tony introduced the scramble.
So I was on your site because Joe said, look up when Jeff, so we could promote the show. Little did we know you were playing last night, so there's no show to promote. That but doesn't help, 2024, does you only have one gig listed on your website. There were, there are more coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just didn't not, know if there was some somewhere else I was supposed to look. Yeah, there's some Arizona. Uh, there is uh, some Minnesota coming up. There's uh, Menominee, Wisconsin. We're at the Mabel Tainter oh, yeah? over there. The we're going to be at the, the Ames uh, at the, in Burnsville. And uh, that's a nice place. Yeah, I'll be back at 318 in May at the little place in Excelsior. It's a wonderful well, May, cafe. We should be shooting for May then for the let's, band. Okay, yeah, let's book that room in uh, Hopkins that we yeah. played. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, band. that's a good point. What the, the or what about the, the 318 the in Excelsior? <laughs> it's called the, <laughs> the Center, Center for, for Performing Arts. arts oh, in yeah, Hopkins. yeah, it's very cool. It's a great, yeah, spot. I've heard a lot about that place. Yeah, I've seen Marty Stewart there twice. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Only because they come to us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day. November 17th. In 1863 that Winfield Scott Hammond was born in Southboro, Massachusetts. And then the printer, uh, John can't help me today. He was a governor. He did a bunch of other stuff. He was a (laughs) high school principal in Mankato and the super in Medalia. That's that's enough for him. Doesn't say anything about his brother, Reggie. He died in 1915, (laughs) the second governor to die in office. Okay. And on this day in 1992. (laughs) Law enforcement. It wasn't wasn't Reggie Hammond. (laughs) He was a brand new uh, law enforcement division. (laughs) There's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, y'all be cool. (laughs) Uh, Jackpot Junction opened. uh, The uh, Metawonkton, Dakota. Uh, Joe, let's head on over the the jackpot, huh? Uh, Let's go to Morton. First Native American casino. Casino in Minnesota. It was originally a bingo parlor. Hmm. Why don't you two uh, uh, <laughs> musicians, could you take us out with something? And while we do, thank you to all of you GLers that donated to Play for Patrick yeah. and yes. uh, Forgive yeah. to the Max Day, Kenny Olson. Yeah, and one more mention of Jeff's website, please. JeffDaytonMusic.com, correct? Is that yeah, where yes, I got sir. it right Thanks, here in Kenny. front of my face? And YouTube, too. JeffDateMusic.com, and yes, please search him up on YouTube. He's got a very cool YouTube channel as well. I'll link to both of those, Jeff, on the Garage Logic website right. for today. Joe, how are you about uh, kids getting to work, huh? Got any kids that lay around, don't work? Jeff's got huh? the full scope of Mayor's Got a Tea Time. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was on uh, I was on Hawaii Five O, and you know the guy, uh, Shy McBride, the big black dude that's yeah. been yeah. on all these yeah. shows? yeah, yeah. We were shooting a scene at Hickam in, in uh, Honolulu for Hawaii Five O, and he came out in his golf clothes, and they were all lime green, man, head to foot. Oh, yeah. oh my god! And he goes, "Call that go to hell, green." You don't need me. I got a tea time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna lay around all summer long. Get a job. No, you ain't gonna sleep in like an old hound dog. Get a job. <laughs> So get your laundry off the floor Cause mama ain't your maid no more And get your lazy butt out the door And get a job Now you ain't gonna eat us out of house and home Get a job It's about dang time you brought some bacon home Get a job no, you ain't gonna drive my truck And I ain't giving you a buck So get your motivator unstuck Get a job Are you ready, John? Yeah. Get to work, son
He picking the thing. Listen to Johnny Hay. <laughs> Horse and clover, get the chops on. Get on out there, Yeah, get. boy, your days of milk and honey are over. Get, get a, a job. job. Well, here's your new summertime plans. You're gonna get some dirt on your hands. So pull up your big boy pants and get a job. Yeah, get your laundry off the floor Cause mama ain't your maid no more And get your lazy butt out the door And get a job All right, thank you, thank you, thank you.